Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. like to announce yes and what would that be madam I'm filing an exploratory committee for president of the United States tonight so that's Ray is she a Kirsten a Kristen or a Kirsten <laughs> I never know I think she's never a know cr- 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 I believe hmm. this to my soul Kristen. if you're all if you are a Kirsten a Kirsten or a Kristen you have to cut a slack on that <laughs> it can't be on us to, to constantly remember whether you're a Kristen, Kirsten, or Kier, Kirsten. It's like you could be a John, a Jom, or a Jong. I mean, right. it just, I, right. I, there's I, no I, other I, name I, like sorry. that. Another name like that. Yeah, too many variations. There ought to be about ten names. There's Steve, Steve, and Steed. <laughs> no, there's not. Steed. That'd be a good name. <laughs> That'd be a pretty cool name. You better be a tough guy, though. Yeah, oh yeah. Yep, good with your fists. Uh, so that's Kirsten Gillibrand, senator from New York, who 
at least on the Me Too issue, is that's the only thing I know her from, is that she was so tight to the Clintons, and then as soon as the tide turned on that, now she's saying Bill Clinton should have been uh, thrown out of office. And, yeah. So I, I, you know, she's got a she's got a tough one on that because she seems as phony as can be on that whole issue. If she were the uh, junior senator from, say, Minnesota, nobody'd know her name. Good point. Good point. I mean, she's just she's a lightweight to me. It's Amy the, Klobuchar is a senator from Minnesota, but she's got heft, intellectual heft, and the rest of it. You're absolutely right. This Jill Brown woman. The reason we know who she is, she's New York, right? That is, that is why. But it's also interesting to me. Colbert's become kind of a kingmaker sort of go to place. If you're a Democrat politician, you want to announce that's a good place to really get it out there. Yeah, it probably is. I think Kingmaker might overstate it. How about briefly in the race maker? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, where does she fit in with the the chances to become the nominee? I, I don't know. There's a lot of uh, calculus. I'm looking at this 538 piece that I've been reading for a couple of days. There's a lot of calculus involved that you might not think of because... If a couple of people cancel each other out, they mo- they they could both be strong candidates, but cancel each other out, and somebody else rises above them. Right, and then your money dries up, and you're out of the race very quickly. Can mm-hmm. happen with a as you saw with, you know, Chris Christie's or whoever for the Republicans last time around. Yeah, interesting. If a Beto and a Julian Castro cancel each other out among the Hispanic vote, then neither one of them get as far as they might have gotten if the other one weren't in the race. For instance, they're both from Texas. Right. Beto's an Irishman, but he he, he, he kind of acts pro-Hispanic. And his nickname is Beto. Which helps. Yeah. Uh, positive, Sean. Can uh, can a guy get some action on this sort of thing on your offshore betting websites? Uh, on uh, what uh, Democrat candidate will emerge from the and, field? And who would you put your money on yeah. if you could? Yeah, almost certainly you can. I, I would spread my money around a little bit. Um, yeah, but pick a couple you'd put money on. You know what? I think Sherrod Brown is is a promising guy. He's a serious guy. He's, he's, I, don't, I don't know this person. I thought it was a woman. Sherrod he, is a man? He's a, yeah, he's a okay. senator. I, Amy Klobuchar is highly respected and moderate. Uh, if it, Of course, that jumps ahead of the question of our time, which is which way is the Democratic Party going to swing? Is it going to go Shea uh, Guevara, Bernie Sanders, uh, uh, Democratic Socialist? Or is it going to go moderate, reasonable folks? This whole Trump thing has been so tiring. I'm a reasonable human being. I'd like to read. Uh, I'd like to lead the country. Are they going to go that way? I don't feel bad that I don't know who Sherrod Brown is. I, I was watching Bill Maher yesterday. His uh, nickname is Steed. They call him Steed <laughs> Brown. Bill Maher, comedian. His show is right, coming. That was an old joke. Yes, Bill Maher, uh, comedian. His show is coming back, and he's one of the the hot. Uh, progressive voices that exist in America today, and he was being asked by Chris Matthews, "Who you who you rooting for?" And he said, "I don't know who most of these people are. I mean, I just I haven't gotten into it yet. It's, right? I just I can't I can't. Normal work. people shouldn't no, no, know who no, they are. No. And he he's a person who does this for a living, kind of right. like we do. But he said, yeah. "It's just I can't go there yet, you know, mm-hmm. and do the deep dive on all these different names." And he said, people keep asking me about Beto. He said, it's like a band. I've heard one song. I kind of liked it, but I'd like to hear the whole album. I don't <laughs> right, know. Right. Yeah. Keep in mind as I handicap things that I was really back in Scott Walker. And then then who'd I go to next? But my, my point is that my favorite guys got systematically eliminated <laughs> yeah. as my... America rejected my thinking. Yeah, Sean. Yeah, I've got some good money. I got a parlay going on one of these sites. I'm 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 heavy on Beto and I'm slamming the under on the over under for age of the Democratic candidate is under fifty five. I'm really hitting that hard. <laughs> I want I want you gotta gotta get young. I'm telling you, I'm putting my fifty dollar bill. My U.S. grant down on Joe Biden. 
Um, Never happen. <laughs> but so your your Walker thing is gets to my point. It doesn't mean at all that he wasn't a great candidate, although he wasn't good at being a candidate. No. But that his ideas or anything, it's just different people cancel each other out in weird ways. Mm-hmm. The more the more you get, and they just don't get any traction. I mean, just kind of in our mind, if there's a couple people in the same space. They don't differentiate in our minds. Jack, it was a lot like when we all cared about American Idol, and there'd be two country crooners in the final ten. Yeah, that is actually a pretty good point. Split the vote. That's actually a pretty good point. So we'll see. It's going to happen. There's no avoiding it. There is going to be an election. (laughs) Unless Nancy Pelosi calls for it to be postponed because she's so butthurt over the shutdown. All of the smart people say, and it doesn't mean they're right, all the smart people say, you start out with 30 or whatever it's going to be, but it gets winnowed very quickly Yeah, down to a more manageable. But then they say like a dozen, which is still a lot. Too many. <laughs> yeah. Well, it'll be colorful, won't it? Mm-hmm. Speaking of colorful, you got Congressman Steve King of Iowa, Republican. Uh, he was talking to, was it an editorial? Yeah, he was talking uh, to the New York Times. And what he said will shock you next. Should we take a break and do it? Yeah, I suppose so. It's just a numbskull. So I haven't. I I've been following his story a little bit. I heard Mitch McConnell's very strong denouncement of him that there's no room in the Republican Party for a guy like this. He's done terrible damage. And I haven't heard what he said, so I'm kind of looking forward to it. Now, well, stay with us. I'll bring it to you verbatim. I will not characterize it. I will not misquote it. This is not the mainstream media. This is the A and G show, my friends. Wow. Dig that, man. All right. Huh? All right. We, you know what we have? Oh, a, that's what we have around here. We have a lot of that. Oh, dear! Oh, dear! Got to work on it. The emphasis is on the second syllable, it seems. Right. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. In role model news, a woman got banned from Walmart after riding a cart while drinking wine from a Pringles can. I'm sorry. That headline is wrong. It should read, woman got banned from Walmart for living her best life. Was this her plan? Was this her plan to seem inconspicuous? Nothing to see here, just a normal woman drinking her Pringles. <laughs> Still, wine or Pringles can is more dignified than my usual go-to. Bourbon in a Doritos bag. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he started in role model news. <laughs> see, those guys, Kimmel and Colbert, they're so good. I wish they'd stay off the... Tr- Politics stuff and just right. do funny stuff. Right. Well, maybe it's funny for you, but non-political stuff. Right. Yeah. Here, here. That was good stuff. So, uh, Representative Steve King of Iowa has made my life slightly more difficult, which I don't appreciate. I'll tell you why. Congressional Republicans issued the uh, Republican uh, congressman a sharp rebuke on Monday. He's been booted off all of his committees. He was on a handful. Do you care which one's? Judiciary, that's pretty important. That's a big one. Agriculture, he's from Iowa, Natch. Small business committees, etc. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy pledged to take action. These are not the first times we've heard these comments. This is not the party of Lincoln. It's definitely not America. All people are created equal in America, and we want to take a very strong stance about that. Well, yes, you ought to. You should. 
King sat down with the New York Times to jaw about something or other. And he said what follows. And this is a direct quote. And uh, he, uh, you know, it's worth pointing out. He says he misspoke or something or other. But um, here's what he said. White nationalist, white supremacist, Western civilization. How did that language become offensive? Why did I sit in classes teaching me about the merits of our history and our civilization? Well, Steve, I'd like to thank you. This is just me speaking. This is Joe speaking. I'd like to thank you for equating Western civilization with white supremacy. You stupid idiot. Those of us who are pointing out over and over again that Western civilization is the greatest, most successful, peaceful, and prosperous organization of homo sapiens ever attempted, and no matter what you look like, where you're from, you ought to study it and learn from it, because it's brilliant for all of its flaws, and it has had flaws. We are humans, after all. Thanks, Steve, for tying Western Civ to white supremacy, you jackass. So, I don't know how to look at this in any way other than he obviously is so that <laughs> he is so what he's being accused of, right? That he doesn't even understand wh- why are people getting worked up about this? Yeah, thanks for equating representative government, an appeal to logic, science, uh, 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 liberty. Thanks for tying those things to white supremacy, Steve. You've really done us a favor. Uh, Mitt Romney you know said a bunch believed, of stuff. You know who believed a lot of that stuff, though, what he just said was uh, Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy oh. Roosevelt was really into that. Oh, yeah. Woodrow Wilson was a flaming racist. Um, but anyway, uh, let's see. Is that, uh, a bunch of Congress people quoted. Who cares? Any idiot can get elected to Congress, um, apparently. So, so anyway, uh, people are making a big deal of that, and the Republican Party which is constantly buffeted with accusations of racism, including 90% ridiculous accusations of racism, is obviously in a, in a bad spot and must take serious action. They should. It sounds like they have. Yeah, I mean, they have. Mitch McConnell said it as strongly as you could say, that there's no room for those attitudes or a person with those attitudes in the yeah. Republican Party. So goodbye. Yeah. yeah. No kidding. So can they? do they have a mechanism to actually boot him out? Or is that? Uh, no. Well, they could censure him, but it's up to the people of um, of Iowa. Do the people really, of which Iowa, which is the way that the world ought to work? Do the people of Iowa have a mechanism for booting him out? Would they have to do some sort of recall? Or? Well, they make these uh, numbskulls run every two years, so oh, it's right. not going to be long. God, but... you hate to wait that long, though. Yeah, well, he's going to be completely, no, no matter what you think of what he said, which was a stupid thing to say. And I think he must believe it, or you wouldn't say that out loud. Or he's just unspeakably stupid. To not understand what he was implying. Anyway, if I'm a... If well, I'm, stating he if, wasn't implying. If it. I'm an Iowan and he is my... Uh, all my family is in Iowa, so I, I should ask them. Um, maybe they, he is a representative. He can't do anything for you at this point. He can't do anything for you at this point. That's precisely what I heard a Republican senator say. He has lost his capacity to represent the people of his district in any way. And maybe they ought to look for somebody else. And uh, they said, so are you calling on him to resign? And, of course, the senator, his name I didn't catch because I was listening to a TV broadcast. Uh, The senator said, well, I'm not saying that. So what are you saying? He's totally lost his capacity to govern and is useless? That's correct. Should he resign? (laughs) I'm not going to say that. Why wouldn't you ask for him to resign? i got no idea. Maybe if that sort of thing starts going around, it's like calling somebody a liar in politics. He clearly needs to resign. Oh, yeah, he absolutely does. Yeah. 
I mean, it's like if somebody were to say, you know, I don't know, one of your politically correct debates, uh, you know, asking a woman out on a date, these things are defensible. Asking a woman out on a date or telling her she looks like, uh, looks nice in that dress or forcibly sexually assaulting her. These things are fine. Oh, thank you. Thank you for that argument. Now, those of us who'd like it to be okay to say, well, you look nice today are in a position of looking like we're pro-rape. You stupid, stupid man. (laughs) Congressman King, indeed. King of the jackasses. Go resign, jackass. Has he said... Are you calling for him to resign? I'm calling for him to resign! Has he said other things like this through the years? Uh, Apparently, yes. Um, I don't have a list of them or anything, but... um, He's one of the most frequent... uh, right-wingers that were pointed to of kind of like retweeting quote-unquote nazi stuff from the daily stormer well like he uh, would right wow. yeah there's yeah. been stuff like that there's also been and this is where it gets touchy is he's retweeted a couple of things from england um that the leftist media of america characterizes as racist and unacceptable that isn't it's merely controversial so it reminds me of OJ. The LAPD framed the guy who did it. The mainstream media in the United States has piled on a guy who is actually a nut. And either a white supremacist or, or, or too sympathetic or doesn't understand the difference between advocating the principles of Western civilization and being a white supremacist, which is just, I don't know, it's too much. So go, go away. Or he gives all the credit of the success of Western civilization to white people, which is exactly what Teddy Roosevelt did. Right. Uh, and doesn't get discussed that much for some reason. For God's sake, it's the function of a set of ideas. It has no it has nothing to do with what you look like. Please. Ask uh, ask Frederick Douglass. Stupid. He's a, um, long, oh, uh, long past. I'm sorry, uh, Kevin... You can read about him, for instance, in the fabulous book by our friend Tim Sandifer. Absolutely. Frederick Douglass, Self-Made Man. Great book about the great man. Anyway, uh, Kevin McCarthy had said in answer to your question several rants ago, uh, Kevin McCarthy, uh, the new House Minority Leader, said these are not the first time. <laughs> wow. His syntax is terrible. Well, he's, he's a bit of a... Uh, hmm. His skull does not have all of its feeling. I'm not going to call him a numbskull, Kevin McCarthy. But Anyway, Kevin said, uh, these are not the first time we have heard these comments. That oh. is not the party of Lincoln, definitely not America. Really? Yeah. Now, okay. You got to boot him out then. Goodbye. Goodbye. Idiot. Bye-bye. Um, maybe I have time to jam this in. We got a, because we're on all over the country, we got this text from somebody who lives in California. He said, I... Uh, Facing got, up to the pinwheel of doom coming off the Pacific, the, the rain snowpocalypse. He says, I got my annual registration renewal for my vehicle. I drive a 2016 Escalade. Escalade, an expensive car, but now three years old. So uh, his charge for that, $731. Nice. Tax He California. said, I thought I'd check other states to see what it costs in other states. Uh, Arkansas, 30. Delaware, 40. Georgia, 20. Idaho, clear up to 57. Indiana, 35. Kansas, 40. Kentucky, 21. Maine, 35. Massachusetts, 60. Keeping in mind again, in California, it was $731. Wow. Missouri, 53. Nevada, 33. Ohio, 34. Tennessee, 23 bucks. Texas, 50 bucks. Man, California's like double. I don't know. I'm not good at math. <laughs> How does that work out? Well, it, 
The $150 billion bullet train nobody wants can't build itself, Jack. The next highest state was $50. Wow. How about that? Uh, what's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, I got the latest on the deadly attack on U.S. soldiers in Syria. During the shutdown, federal employees don't get paid, but Congress still does. And the Super Bowl halftime show controversy oh, coming up. Oh, come on. No, there's not. <laughs> yes. Fake mercy. Yeah. Fake news. Maybe Fake news. Turn on him. <laughs> Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. why we have a text line for things like this why is jack so extra whiny today it's more annoying than usual why are you extra whiny everybody should get this sort of feedback at their job (laughs) Uh, let's get to the news now with marshall phillips the u.s military says that american service members have indeed been killed during an explosion while they were out carrying out a routine patrol in syria ISIS is claiming responsibility for that attack. Now, the military said in a tweet about today's blast in the northern Syrian town, we're still gathering information. We'll share additional details at a later time. The military not confirming how many American casualties were among the bombing victims, but there's at least one report saying as many as four U.S. service members were killed. Uh, One of the news organizations aired, there was video of the blast when it went off. They aired it. How do you guys feel about that as kind of a, a thing? Yeah, that's where I think that ship has sailed. You see that sort of thing on the news all the time. I don't like it. No. No, it's horror porn. Here's when some people died. I mean, yeah, right. it's horror porn. It absolutely is. Right. So, I didn't like it because I got surprised. I was just scrolling through. my. It's it's one thing if you're watching a news story and they say it, and they're like, and here's this coming up. But right. I, it caught me off guard. And I was like, oh, what's this was video? Was it graphic or was it just a big like? It was startling. But yeah, you okay. don't see any. Like, I've seen worse in movies, but okay. that's all fake. But, yeah. but it's it, it was just startling yeah. to me. Yeah, sure. Yeah. The, still the moment that people die. Yeah. Um, I, is Trump in the White House kicking himself for not sticking to his gut feeling on pulling out of Syria? Or is there something going on behind the scenes I don't even know of why he went that direction and went a different direction? That that very well could be something with, I don't know, Israel, Saudi Arabia, right. Russia, who right. knows what. The partial government shutdown is now in its record-setting 26th day. The standoff over funding for a southern border wall or barricade continues. In case you're wondering, most members of Congress are still picking up paychecks as the shutdown goes on. Thank God. Since they're mostly millionaires, I'm glad they're still getting their money. Hundreds of thousands of federal workers furloughed or they're working without pay, but the lawmakers are still getting at least $174,000 a year plus full health care and retirement benefits. But I should point out, more than 70 senators or representatives say they're not accepting pay or they're donating it until the shutdown ends. Notables not on that list, the ones who are still taking full benefits, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer, newcomer Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, and Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. They are still taking full pay. Meanwhile, you're looking south of the border. The latest caravan of Honduran migrants hoping to reach the U.S. has now crossed peacefully into Guatemala under the watchful eyes of about 200 Guatemalan police and soldiers. There's about five to 600 people in this latest caravan. 
Their fate's uncertain. Earlier caravans seized on by uh, President Donald Trump before the midterm elections have quietly dwindled at the U.S.-Mexico border. Go to a port of entry and apply for a refugee status if you want. That's fine. You're more than welcome to do that. Going back- Otherwise, stay out. Going back to the last story of uh, Congress people getting paid, did you mention this? Dan Crenshaw is giving up his pay during the shutdown. He's the guy with the eye patch. Right. He said, I'm not taking my right. pay. Mm-hmm. Somebody said he should run for president. Wouldn't it be awesome to have him staring down Putin? Oh, yeah. His eye patch. That'd be cool. Mm. The more I learn about Crenshaw, the more I like him. He's, oh, a, he's a good man. Yeah. Good like human being. Yep. Yeah. United Teachers Los Angeles carrying out a third day of strikes. And for the first time ever in California, teachers from three charter schools in L.A. are joining the picket lines. The teachers at the charter schools, it turns out, are allowed to organize and try for union representation. But the union says it's very rare that they do so. Charter schools have been a thorn in the side of the teachers at the regular public schools. In fact, one teacher is saying... There's a saturation point in Los Angeles right now where every new charter school that gets open is a nail in the coffin of another of, of, of a public school. I heard uh, the teachers' union guy uh, saying yesterday that the school district has a billion-dollar slush fund that they're keeping for their purposes. They ought to be paying the teachers. And the school district guy came back with, he said, that's the money to pay for the lifetime medical benefits and the retirement of all of you people. If we don't have that, we can't pay your benefits. But that's been a long been a dodge of public employees. If you can get that the uh, the money spent on current pay and and perks and the rest of it, then the federal law says those uh, the pensions have to be funded. There are all sorts of yeah, laws about funded. that guarantees, right? Exactly. So you get paid. You know, you you get it both. So any government body that tries to amass enough money to fund its pension liabilities, its future pension liabilities. Gets uh, gets murdered for it. You're sitting on a slush right. fund. No, right. we're funding what we know we're going to have to pay. But the dodge works over and over again. Big money government, employment, collective bargaining with the government, it'll never work. Franklin Delano Roosevelt believed that. Ask him what he thinks. He could. <laughs> An online petition is now asking Maroon 5 and rappers Travis Scott and Big Boy to take a knee during the Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah, all right, fine, who, whatever, who or you, don't. Who did you just say? Maroon 5 and Travis Scott and Big Boy. Travis Scott and Big Boy, okay. I don't know Travis Scott. Uh, current big kind of hip-hop artist okay, um, of, from the Atlanta area. The How big is Big Boy? How big an old boy is big boy? Oh, size-wise? Yeah. He's average size. Because I've yeah. asked for years, how little is little Kim? She better be pretty little. Lil, Lil Wayne is tiny. Are, yeah, they, yeah. Wayne, yeah. are they black gentlemen? Uh, those two are, yeah. yeah. And okay. when Maroon 5 was initially announced as the the Super Bowl halftime right. performer Ed in Ryder. Atlanta, there was a lot of pushback. It would have been like having a, a Super Bowl in Detroit and not having somebody in Motown. Atlanta is very much connected as as one of the hubs of hip-hop culture. Okay. Right. Right. Gotcha. A petition on change. Nobody wants to watch the halftime show, no matter who it is. Correct. The petition- because back in the day, you see, a long time ago, you never got to see bands performing ever. I can watch any dang band on earth, almost every performance they've ever done, on right. my phone right now. Right. So there's nothing for you to give me from a musician at the Super Bowl halftime. Period. Super Bowl 53 takes place at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta on February 3rd. Circle your calendar. And that's <laughs> your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation.
You're really unplugged from uh, pop culture and sports if you need to be reminded of when the Super Bowl is. <laughs> you'll, you'll probably uh, hear about it that week. Coming up any it'll, minute now. It'll be in the news. At least once. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm so nervous about Chiefs Patriots. I don't know why. You're nervous? I'm nervous. How much is there? It might be the first game I watch all year. I, that, that's probably yeah, a great one. I, I plan to log a little time with that, too. I've seen a lot of games at Arrowhead Stadium. A lot of games in my life. It could be. It could well be the coldest day ever at Arrowhead Stadium. That's oh, saying something. Yeah. I watched a Chiefs-Chargers game one time. My beer froze solid in my cup. Oh, I, I've, never, I've never seen you hold on to a beer that yeah, long. Why are you nursing it? How'd that happen? Because my hands are so cold. I set it his down elbow had frozen and he couldn't get it to his mouth. <laughs> I sat it down under my chair for a little while to put my hands in my pockets to try to get some feeling back in my fingers. And when I went to drink it, it was frozen solid. That reminds me of a, uh, a January Chicago Bears game I went to once where I lost feeling in my toes, then my feet, then my ankles, then the bottom half of my shins. When you can't feel your shins, that's too cold. <laughs> Did the Bears win that day? The Bears did win that Good. day, as I recall. <laughs> there were a lot of snowball fights in the stands, too. It was fun. Cold weather's not going to bother the Patriots, though. I mean, so... Want know, it? It's going to favor. You think they're tougher than the Chiefs? Do you? I don't I can't go... I can't get into this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> you are listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the of nation. Of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Of the country now. No! 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 I think the... I think the nose have it. No? Is it... Is the Honourable Gentleman persisting? No? Persistence in order. I know what I'm doing. The key point is persistence. If the Honorable jo- Order. Order. <laughs> I love Britain. So, uh, Theresa May faces a confidence vote? No confidence vote. There's no confidence votes, Jack. But there's they, no confidence votes. But they expect votes. her to win because there's not a good alternative. How come? What is the... the briefly, because I realize this is a long thing, but... What's the main benefit of our system versus the parliamentary system where you can get a new government if people lose confidence in it? Because that seems like a good idea. There's no brief answer to that question. Okay. Is it too herky-jerky? That's my only. It can be, yes. It has it, it has some serious advantages, though, too. It would seem to me that if you, like, if everybody's decided this sucks, getting to start something new yeah. seems like a good plan. Right, and and you have multiple parties and say... Uh, you know, the Republicans joined with the conservatives and the whatevers uh-huh. said, all right, we're all going to bargain. We're going to govern together. We're going to have to give you guys a little what you want. You're going to back us most of the time. And, of course, you know, you over there, you're joining with us and you don't like that part of our platform. So we'll be cool about that. And it's it's more cooperative based on events. But it can be really chaotic best based on of events rather than a calendar. Because it right. seems like it make more sense to base things on events rather than the calendar. Well, it's both. Because you got to have elections, you know, well, sure. a certain amount of time. But sure. yeah, yeah, you can call new elections. I'm tired of this. Let's have an election, mm. right? But then you got uh, old uh, what's his name? What had that flat? Cameron um, said, you know what? All this Brexit stuff. Britons will never vote for that. 
I'm going to hold a vote to shut up all the uh, Brexit I'm people. tired of hearing about it. Okay, fine. We'll vote on Brexit. Then we can put it aside. Psh, don't worry about it, because they'll never vote for it. <laughs> and then they did. And oh. he said, whoa, I'm out. Oh, whoopsie-daisy. And Theresa May came in and said, I, I was against this. Now i got to like spend the rest of my life trying to fashion a Brexit? Oh, great. Well, and the interesting thing is there are a number of people in government, and I think a number of voters probably, who say, uh, let's do this again. We've rethought it. Or I was just right. trying to send a message. I didn't think we'd actually win. That's one part that, that I find really intriguing, that question. Because uh, Theresa May has made it clear that she would consider it a betrayal of, of democracy if they were to hold another vote. They asked the people, and the people spoke. You can't go back on that. And I'm thinking, well, I don't know. Haven't we all in life made a hasty decision and thought, what was I thinking? <laughs> or, or more likely, and this is the problem with direct democracy, Britain, California, other places, you get the crowd whipped up, yeah, and they'll go for something. Wh- whipped they, up and ill-informed often. Uh, right, exactly. Yeah, misinformed, ill-informed, lied to. And you have to an election whatever. quick before they understand what a bullet train is or right. what Brexit might be. Or the fact that, say, for instance, $12 billion for a bullet train is a laugh. It'll be ten times that easily. So you're lied to. You voted for something that, in, in retrospect, you don't want. So I'm a little confused by that. It's worth pointing out that I get Brexit. I get Sure. I do, too. And and the American mainstream media is really uncomfortable talking about issue number one, which is, well, there are two huge issues, but one of of them is that the EU said, Britain, you got to take anybody who comes in. Anybody who comes into Europe, anywhere, uh, they they float across the Mediterranean to Italy, you've got to take them by the millions into your country. Um, you can't control your own immigration. The EU will control it Why for you. Why would any country ever agree to that? I wouldn't. Well, I wouldn't want to be in a country that agrees to if that. If you're a universalist, open borders type, you'd agree to it. And the other thing is Britain, which is, you know, granted, they're a faded empire, but they're pretty proud of who they are. And the idea that a bunch of bureaucrats in Brussels tells them tell them how they have to run everything, they don't like it. They, they resent it. Plus, you're saddled with all those non-working countries. Right, your lazy countries. Your lazy countries. Which you will not name. You're laying so around not all... to cause an international incident. You're laying around. Italy. <clears throat> S-hole countries in some oh, cases. Hey, oh, no, hey, no, oh, ha. No, oh, too no, much. Too much. Yeah. Do you hear El Chapo might testify at his own trial? Yes. Oh, we'll talk to a reporter about that a little later in the week. Yeah, I hope so. How'd you Ooh. like to be a juror and he looks over at you? Very little. I would like that very, very little. Uh, Chris Christie has got a book out. Your Honor, I've just uh, wet my pants. <laughs> Can we uh, recess for a couple minutes? I know I'm not supposed to speak out, but uh, I'm very uncomfortable over here. El Chapo looked at me, and I, 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 I wet my pants, Your Honor. Sorry, El Chapo, no offense. He's 5'6". Five, That's not that short, El Chapo being a shorty. Right. I thought it was chubby, but you're right. It's shorty, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. He's 5'6". That's not, that's not super short. It's not tall. That's eh, a loving nickname. Like calling a big guy tiny, Jack. Ah. No, it's not. It's it's the opposite, isn't it? Anyway, you're, you're probably calling, about to say something that made like, much more sense than that. Like calling Chris, Christy Fatty. Your nickname is <laughs> right. Fatty. Yeah, you're right. It's exactly the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Chris Christie's got a book out called Let Me Finish. And it's a tell-all expose, which danged if Washington, D.C. doesn't love it. When people do tell-all books. Oh, yeah. And for like a couple of days, everybody digs out whatever juicy somebody might be mad about this part of it they can, ignoring any interesting policy decisions or 
discussions that could help America. Washington, D.C. is a big, giant high school with no anti-bullying policy. They love it. But uh, Chris Christie says that Jared Kushner is the reason he's not in the Trump administration, didn't get to be part of the transition team, never got a serious look as attorney general or any of that stuff, because Jared Kushner hates Chris Christie. Why? Because Chris Christie put Jared Kushner's dad in prison. Durr. Um That is a bit of bad blood. I haven't heard anybody say that Jared Kushner's dad wasn't a criminal. No. And if you are a criminal, you probably should end up in prison. And often does happen. And Chris Christie, who was the prosecutor at the time, put him in prison. Now, uh, Kushner's uh, point of view, Jared, is that it was overreach. They went too far. Prosecutors do occasionally. Absolutely. I think he's wrong, but that's what he says. Um, Jared Kushner's dad, Charles Kushner, pled guilty to 18 charges, served 14 months in federal, uh, federal prison, and that's a, a rich guy with great lawyers. Yeah. So, uh, but, so what did he do, among other things? Jared Kushner's dad, that's Ivanka Trump's husband, his dad, uh, hired a hooker once to seduce his sister's husband, his brother-in-law. His sister's husband. Okay. He hired a hooker to seduce his sister's husband, then taped it, then sent the tape to his sister and said, if your husband says anything about me, this is coming out. Used it as a... Oh, blackmailing uh, him so he wouldn't reveal his sins. The fact that he was a criminal, apparently. Charles Kushner. That's I mean, some intra-family hardball It's right not there. allegedly. He went to prison for it. So Charles Kushner tried to keep his sister's husband from letting people know about the crimes by hiring a hooker to seduce him, then videotaping it, then sending it to his sister, which they must have an interesting relationship if... I mean, because often the blackmail is, I'm going to let your wife find out. No, he sends it to the wife mm-hmm. and and says, I mean, she, she says, well, yeah, I know he gets with hookers. I don't know how, well, how she reacted to that, but. Boy, that's some family dynamic. Yeah, I mean, no I once, uh, my, my brother is uh, hardcore about keeping his kids off social media. I once posted a picture that they could be seen, and, and he said, hey, uh, Joe, if you don't mind taking that down, I'd appreciate it. I said, of course. Um, I suppose he could have killed my dog or. Hired hired the pool boy to sleep with my wife or something like Put that. Put a horse head in your bed exactly. or something. Exactly, but yeah. no, no, he's just said if you wouldn't mind. Christie reveals in the book, now this doesn't necessarily mean this is all true, but Christie says in the book that Jared Kushner bad-mouthed him to Trump in 2016, begging the future president not to name him the transition chairman. Quote from the book, he implied I had acted unethically and inappropriately with his dad, but didn't state one fact to back that up. Just a lot of feelings, very raw feelings, that have been simmering for a dozen years. I could see where that'd be kind of uncomfortable. Kushner insists the sex tape and blackmailing were a family matter, and that his father should not have been prosecuted for it. This right, just he thinks it, it should have been a matter dealt with by the, lo- the family rabbi. Extortion's extortion. Rabbi, I'm extorting my brother-in-law, and as you can see, he's fairly angry about it. Jim, would you like to speak for yourself? Uh, Rabbi, I'd I'd like to kill him right now. I'd like to murder him. He's blackmailing me. Oh, and he uh, exposed the fact that I slept with Hooker to my wife. So do Jared and Ivanka get together with Dad and Dad's sister for Thanksgiving or anything like that? And throw darts at a picture of Chris Christie. Talking about old times. Remember the time (laughs) I hired the Hooker? This is a good story if you haven't heard it. I hire a Hooker. Hey, let me tell it. I was there. Let me tell it. So this hooker shows up, and I'm thinking, well, I'm married, and I, I, I shouldn't cheat on my wife, but there's this hooker. and uh, There's a video camera in the wall. 
And everybody's laughing. Did and you know it? No, of course I didn't know it. <laughs> yeah, wow. Whoo, happy Thanksgiving. And then they retire to the den and throw darts at a picture of Chris Christie. <laughs> Be a wide target. Oh, Michael. Boy. Egregious FJ there. That was his second. Fat joke. Wait a minute. That was your second fat joke. We agreed there could only be one. No, there there really should be more than one Chris Christie fat joke per four-hour show. Yeah, but we agreed. We agreed to one. That's you. You can't go back on it. Mm, I don't know. I want to rethink this Brexit. (laughs) The fat Jexit. You are listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.